Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Welcome again to the, this is the sixth session of Midnight Moments. Now at the end of our first week of Ramadan, alhamdulillah. Thanks for joining me again. So yesterday we introduced a practice of breathing to our practice of presence and tafakkur. And we talked about the diaphragm breath which is essentially just training ourselves to breathe more fully. It's helpful to do this separately as a, as a way of uh, getting more in touch with the breath and elongating your breaths. But ultimately, the most important thing is just breathing slowly and consciously. Like we said, having a voluntary breath, especially when you're coming into this place of practicing being present and still. So now, uh, today we'll, we'll focus on combining that breathing practice with Muhasabi's steps for coming into the process, the practice of tafakkur. So if you remember, uh, the Muhasabi laid out five steps. Making the body still, closing the eyes, not busying the ears, not busying the hands, and coming into focusing on the heart internally. So cutting off from distractions. And this is the part where we'll, we'll take the breathing in to, to deepen. Um, so you will, so what, what we do is we, we come into our, our body. So getting comfortable and really I, starting with a deep breath helps you to come into your body. So you can, you can, the more that you practice the breathing, you can feel that it, it sort of um, brings you into your body. So when I'm breathing in, I'm sort of feeling from my, from the bottoms of my feet to the top of my head, a, an awareness of occupying my body, being present. And then on the exhale, I'm, I'm bringing it into focusing on this place of my, so sort of connecting with the body and then connecting with the place in the center of your body where you're coming into stillness. And this, this might take just sort of situating yourself where you are, uh, making yourself feel comfortable. And then once you've, made your body still. And again, when I sit and I come into this place of relaxation, I'll take another deep breath to sort of settle a little bit more into my body. Then closing your eyes and really just um, cutting yourself off from visual distractions and the closing of the eyes is bringing yourself internal. So your focus is on the inner life of your being. And then the not busying your ears, once you're in this place of internal, what you can notice is in addition to your thoughts that will start to come, you'll, you'll hear, especially if you've focused on the physical experience of your body, you'll start to hear things in your immediate surroundings. 
which is really a transition from being connected to this external experience and coming into connecting with internal. So what we're doing, if you remember, uh, also what Mahasabi was saying was active listening. And so what we're doing by focusing on the external sounds is transitioning from this active listening of what's around us to listening with the heart, listening internally. So for example, right now I can hear the sound of my air conditioning. There's other sounds in the room, but I'm gonna pick one. And as my ears attune to that, it sort of gives focus to something that focus on, much like if you're trying to focus on something and you pick a point visually. So in this case, we're doing it auditory, picking a sound. Then you're going to drop your hands and I would say with each one of these breaths, you, I mean, each one of these steps, you're taking another deep breath. It's as if you're sort of in stages coming into more presence. Then relaxing your hands, so not busying them. And again, sometimes in order to do that, you busy them first. So I squeeze my hands just to feel the, the blood running through them and then release. And then let, letting your shoulders drop will help you not busy your hands. Another deep breath. And now this is the part where the breath really becomes the focus. Now that we've dropped into these different levels of presence in our body, sort of letting go of, of the tension in our body and, and becoming still, and again, this is going to take practice for some people. Even just those first steps of making the body still is going to be difficult. And you'll, uh, it will come with time, inshallah. Now, when you are, your eyes are closed, you're, you're internal, you're starting to have these slow, long cycles of breath. Now what you're wanting to do is really, this is where this fifth step of, of sincerity to connect with Allah by connecting with your heart, connecting with the center of your being. And so you're going to, you know, move your attention from thoughts because the thoughts really are processing your experience in dunya, the things that you're concerned about, the things that bring you anxiety, and even oftentimes the judgment of what you're doing in the moment. So you're, you're shifting your focus from there. And what you're doing is, and this is where sort of a, a subtle but fundamental difference in an Islamic uh, practice of tafakkur is that we're not, we're not just focusing on clearing our thoughts because the thought is not the central operating system of our identity. What it is, is, is shifting the central focus of our consciousness from this experience of mental activity to an, a, a physical experience of feeling an openness and a presence and a softening of the heart. And so this is where the breath is going to help you expand your capacity to open the heart because this is where the breathing is happening. So the heart being this entire area where the lungs 
are also and so now this is where what you want to focus on is that you're with each breath it's as if you're cleaning and clearing your heart so whereas a lot of times when we talk about meditation people are thinking of clearing the thoughts clearing the mind right um, our goal here is clearing our heart so it's uh, again something that takes practice and familiarity with just having this experience of connecting with this sort of emotional material that lives here and and bringing this presence and awareness and breath into this place by clearing it so the same same idea of when we think of clearing your thoughts clearing your thoughts which is a difficult thing to do because the thoughts keep coming but so now we're clearing our hearts and this you can think of when we do dhikr it's more than just saying a phrase in our minds. We want to be trying to get the dhikr into our hearts, the dhikr of the heart. And so you can, it can start here, just like our regular sort of fast, um, our thoughts that keep coming. The dhikr can start here, and then you, you move it into, you know, what does it feel like to say Allah in the heart? What does it feel like to say la ilaha illallah in the heart? Whatever it is that you're focusing on, feeling that being impressed upon an experience in your being. And this breath, integrating the breath with it, so with each, each moment of the experience, you are taking another deep breath. And it's, it's, it's as if your heart is dilating, like if your, your heart is the thing that's being filled with air or you know we'll talk tomorrow about what the scholars have said of this this heart filling with light and how that connects us with you know it's how we receive this idea of hearts being illuminated um, so this is this is really the practice of integrating the breath with that those steps of coming into stillness and sincerity with turning inward and so what this metaphor, or this really physical action that helps me um, is saying, you know, bowing my head to my heart. So literally bowing your head to your heart makes you, you know, focus here. But metaphorically, you're bowing your head to the heart. You're, you're saying, you know, in this time, in this space, you're allowing the, the thinking mind to take a back seat and you are sort of honoring this, this sacred space in, internally of your heart because it's, it is this place where we can connect, when we can connect with witnessing that our Lord, that Allah is our Lord. And so this is, where, this is really where we come into this deep uh, state of surrender. So this practice, sitting here doing this breathing really five minutes is enough uh at, at at the beginning you know to to because it's enough time to get your body relaxed to get yourself into a, a place of breathing if you can go longer that's fantastic you should uh expand it but just coming back to the more familiarity that you have with this practice the more uh it will expand 
and you will be able to see its benefits over time. So don't be discouraged if you find that you have a difficult time with the distraction and you can't focus. It's, it's expected. You just have to keep at it and coming back to this place. So um, I can take questions because I, I know that sometimes people can have difficulty with the, with the steps and understanding it in, in context. Um, so I find this really hard to do consistently with small children. So I'm assuming you're meaning teaching children to do this practice, um, or is it by having children that, that they're so distracted around you? If you could clarify that. Um, so another question, if you're practicing for the heart to perceive and expand, but your thoughts are in the way, how do you clear those thoughts to do that? So the thoughts, the thoughts come, right? And so this is sort of the, the wisdom and the beauty of having a vicar, of having these, these statements that remind us of coming uh, into realization of Allah, that you know, our minds need something to perseverate on. And so what you can do is sort of cut through the, your own thinking by saying, for me, it's just saying Allah. As soon as I, I notice myself thinking, to bring myself back to my heart, I say Allah, Allah, you know, whatever works for you to essentially just um, refocus yourself to the, to the heart because those thoughts will continue to come. But as you practice it, you'll have a little bit more success with refocusing quicker. Do we get a clarification on the children question? Having children. Right. So having children in the in your vicinity makes it difficult. Yeah, I think, you know, this is especially as many of us are in lockdown with our children. Um, for me, this is why I wake up in the middle of the night. Well, this isn't the only reason, but this is one of the benefits of waking up in the middle of the night is my children tend to be asleep at that time. And this is really when I can come into having this space to practice. And, you know, it becomes difficult because when you have children, you're tired, you need to sleep, right? And so it sort of folds in on itself. But you have to find ways of prioritizing having this. Really, it is a seclusion. It's a time of seclusion. Uh, a big part of our spiritual practice in Islam involves seclusion, you know, that you have to go out and find times to be alone with your Lord. And, and when it's difficult, uh, you... you you make the intention and you try your best, inshallah. So, can you elaborate on the heart and what it entails? Yeah, we got this question yesterday So as well. So tomorrow, we'll talk a little bit about centering in the heart, but then next week, we'll, we'll be talking about the self and the understanding of the self so that we can move into talking more about self-reflection. But first, we'll define the self and the the central aspect of the self from an Islamic paradigm is the qalb, the heart. So we'll get into defining that at the beginning of next week, inshallah. Um, but I think why we've been focusing first on just the experience is because 
you know, I think so many people feel disconnected from even just this being able to connect with the heart. And so this is an important first step to be able to open to a little bit more understanding and unpacking the, uh, the, the self and the nafs and the heart and all of these attributes of that. Uh, I often fall asleep or not off during mindfulness practice, and I feel the same happening here, something we should try to avoid. Is this something we should try to avoid? So it's interesting you say avoid. Sometimes being, you know, sometimes if you just, if you haven't slept enough, then you're sleepy, you're going to fall asleep. You just, that's a, a natural fact. But sometimes the sleeping, falling asleep can be a, a way of avoiding presence because really what we're doing is we're trying to be really awake, awakening to ourselves, awakening to being in the presence of our Lord. And so sometimes the, the falling asleep can be a shutting off uh, and disconnecting because it's either too much to handle or we're not ready or, or we're, we're, you know, our sort of nafs is, is trying to keep us from that. And so, you know, be aware if you're sleepy, you're sleepy, you're going to fall asleep. Um, but this is why sitting, I think, you know, um, sitting in a place where you're upright, your, your back is upright, you're, you're sort of reminding yourself of your physical existence, uh, feeling your feet on the, these things sort of keep you in, uh, keep you awake to a certain degree or keep you in the moment, keep you present. Um, so, so do you have any advice? This is, I'll take the last question. Do you have any advice for those who might have anxiety or other disorders for whom the practice of breathing in this way might be cause for panic spiral through what they, uh, though they want to persist? Yeah. So, um, the reality is, you know, the, the best treatment for a panic attack is breathing because the what's happening is there's this habit, this constriction, and what's happening is, is, is in these times people aren't breathing. And so to say when somebody's having a panic attack to just say, oh, well, breathe deeply, it's, it's not possible, if, at least extremely difficult. And so, you know, don't judge, don't judge it based on saying I can't, when the panic attack comes, you won't be able to. But if you are working on developing a practice and you do this when you don't have a panic attack and you're developing it as a, a resource that you are familiar with, then you will be able to use it, inshallah, as a treatment for those panic attacks when you have anxiety. So I think the key here is to use the time when you, when you are not experiencing that anxiety, at least to a, to a large degree, and using that time to practice breathing and, and just coming back, coming back. And, and really the constancy is what will allow you to um, have it as a resource to use when you need it, when that anxiety comes. So I hope that's helpful. Okay, so thank you so much for joining me again. And uh, look forward to tomorrow we'll, we'll We'll, we'll look at a few ayat and we will talk about some of what the scholars have said about this place in, in our being, the heart, and, and, and centering in the heart. So hope you join me again tomorrow. It's nice being with you again. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh.